Ronald Joseph DeFeo Jr., born September 26, 1951, died March 12, 2021. He was an American mass murderer who, who was tried and convicted for the 1974 killings of his father, mother, two brothers, and two sisters in Amityville, New York. Sentenced to six sentences of 25 years to life, DeFeo died in prison on March 12, 2021. The case inspired the book and film versions of the Amityville Horror. Around 6.30pm on November 13, 1974, DeFeo, who was 23, entered the Henry's Bar in Amityville, Long Island, New York, and declared, You gotta help me! I think my mother and father are shot! DeFeo and a small group of people went to 112 Ocean Avenue, which was located near the bar, and found that DeFeo's parents were dead inside the house. One of the group, DeFeo's friend Joe Yeswit, made an emergency call to the Suffolk County Police Department who searched the house and found that six members of the family were dead in their beds. The victims were Ronald Jr.'s parents, Ronald DeFeo Sr., 43, and Louise DeFeo, 43, and his four siblings, Dawn, 18, Allison, 13, Mark, 12, and John, 9. All of the victims had been shot with a .35 caliber lever action Marlin 336C rifle around 3am in the morning of that day. The children had been killed by single gunshot while the DeFeo parents had each received two shots. Physical evidence suggests that Louise DeFeo and her daughter Allison were awake at the time of their deaths. According to the Suffolk County Police, the victims were all found lying face down in bed. The DeFeo family had occupied 112 Ocean Avenue since purchasing it in 1965. The six victims were later buried in St. Charles Cemetery nearby in Farmingdale. Ronald DeFeo Jr., also known as Butch, was the eldest child of the family and its lone surviving member. He was taken to the local police station for his own protection after the suggestion to police officers at the scene of the crime that the killings had been carried out by a mob hitman, Louise Fellini. However, an interview at the station soon exposed serious inconsistencies in his version of events. The following day, he confessed to carrying out the killings himself, and Fellini, the alleged hitman, had an alibi proving he was out of state at the times of the killings. DeFeo told detectives, Once I started, I just couldn't stop. I went, it went so fast. He admitted that he had taken a bath and redressed, and detailed where he had discarded crucial evidence such as bloodstained clothes, the Marlin rifle, and cartridges before going to work as usual. DeFeo's trial began on October 14, 1975. He and his defense lawyer, William Weber, mounted an affirmative defense of insanity, with DeFeo claiming that he killed his family in self-defense because he heard their voices plotting against him. The insanity plea was supported by a psychiatrist for the defense, Daniel Schwartz. The psychiatrist for the prosecution, Dr. Harold Zoland, maintained that although DeFeo was a user of heroin and LSD, he had antisocial personality disorder and was aware of his actions at the time of the crime. The trial's judge, Thomas Stark, declared that DeFeo's crimes were the most heinous murders committed in Suffolk County since its founding. On November 21, 1975, DeFeo was found guilty on six counts of second-degree murder. On December 4, 1975, Judge Thomas Stark sentenced DeFeo to six sentences of 25 years to life. DeFeo was held at the Sullivan Correctional Facility in the town of Fallsburg, New York until his death, with all of his appeals and requests for parole, parole board being denied. Controversies. All six of the victims were found face down in their beds with no sign of a struggle. The police investigation concluded that the rifle had not been fitted with a sound suppressor and found no evidence of sedatives having been administered. 
DeFeo claimed during his interrogation that he had drugged his family. DeFeo had a volatile relationship with his father, but the motive for the killings remained unclear. He asked police what he had to do in order to collect his father's life insurance, which prompted the prosecution to suggest at trial that his motive was to collect on the life insurance policies of his parents. After his conviction, DeFeo gave several varying accounts to how the killings were carried out. In 1986 interview for Newsday, DeFeo claimed his sister Dawn killed their father and then their distraught mother killed all of his siblings, apparently with a rifle before he killed his mother. He stated that he took the blame because he was afraid to say anything negative about his mother to her father, Michael Brigante Sr., and his father's uncle out of fear that they would kill him. His father uncle was Peter DeFeo, a captain in the Genovese crime family. In his interview, DeFeo also asserted he was married at the time of the murders to a woman named Geraldine Gates, with whom he was living in New Jersey, and that his mother phoned to ask him to return to Amityville to break up a fight between Dawn and her father. Subsequently, he drove to Amityville with Geraldine's brother Richard Romondo, who was with him at the time of the murders and could verify his story completely. In 1990, DeFeo filed a 440 motion, a proceeding to have his conviction vacated. In support of his motion, DeFeo asserted that Dawn and an unknown assailant who fled the house before he could get a good look at him killed their parents and Dawn subsequently killed their siblings. He said the only person he killed was Dawn and that it was by accident as they struggled over the rifle. Again, he asserted he was married to Geraldine and that her brother was with him at the time of the murders. An affidavit from Richard Romondo was submitted to the court and it was asserted he could not be located to testify in person. Evidence was submitted to the court of Suffolk County District Attorney's Office suggesting that Richard Romondo did not exist and that Geraldine Gates was living in upstate New York married to someone else at the time of the murders. Geraldine Gates did not testify at this hearing because the authorities had already confronted her about the false claims in 1992, secured a statement under oath when she admitted Raimondo was fictitious and that she did not, know, did not actually marry the Feo until 1989 in anticipation of the filing of the 440 motion. Judge Stark denied the motion writing, I find the testimony of the defendant overall to be false and fabricated. This testimony that during the fall of 1974 he was married and lived with his wife and child in Long Branch, New Jersey is incredible and not worthy of belief. He produced no corroborating evidence in this regard. Another reason for my disbelief of defendant's testimony is demonstrated by consideration of several portions of the trial testimony. He signed a lengthy written statement describing in details his activities. In this statement, he said that he lived with his family at 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville and that he worked for his father, that he usually went to and from work with his father, that he was ill and stayed home from work on November 12, 1974, that he was on probation for having stolen an outboard engine and had an appointment to see his probation officer in Amityville that very afternoon. Defendant's girlfriend Mindy Wise testified that she began dating the defendant in June 1974 and was with him free frequently that summer and fall. Stark further declared the defendant's testimony that he did not shoot and kill the members of his family is likewise incredible and not worthy of belief. On November 30, 2000, DeFeo met with Rick Osuna, the author of The Night the DeFeos Died, which was published in 2002. According to Osuna, they spoke for about six hours. However, in a letter to the radio show host Louis Genetil, DeFeo denied giving Rick Osuna information that could be used in his book, claiming that he immediately left the interview and did not speak to Asuna about anything substantive. 
According to Asuna, DeFeo claimed that he had committed the murders with his sister Dawn and two friends, Augie De Janeiro and Bobby Kelsky, out of desperation because his parents had plotted to kill him. Allegedly, DeFeo claimed that after a furious row with his father, he and his sister planned to kill their parents and that Dawn murdered the children in order to eliminate them as witnesses. He said that he was enraged on discovering his sister's actions, knocked her unconscious on her bed and shot her in the head. Police found traces of unburned gunpowder on Dawn's nightgown, which the failed proponents allege prove she discharged a firearm. However, at trial, the ballistics expert Alfred de la Pena testified that unburned gunpowder is discharged through the muzzle of a weapon, indicating that she was in proximity to the muzzle of the weapon when it was discharged and not that she fired the weapon. He reiterated it on an A&E Amityville documentary that is extensively discussed in Will Savi's Mentally Ill in Amityville. Savi had an expert evaluate De La Pena's assessment and the expert confirmed that he was correct. Moreover, the medical examiner found nothing to indicate that Dawn had been in a struggle. The bullet wound was the only fresh mark on her body. DeFeo died aged 69 on March 12, 2021 at the Albany Medical Center. The official cause of death has not been released to the public. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.